The Heather McCoy Show. Welcome back to The Heather McCoy Show. And um, this is the end of the show, and this is where we kind of just go through the morning's news. One more thing about Syria that I still don't quite understand. Um, we had a guest earlier from the International Action Center, Caleb Maupin, and one of the questions I was going to ask Caleb, but it was just kind of long and you know convoluted, and I wasn't sure how he would answer it exactly. And it was just something I didn't have time for, but I'll just uh, insert it in here. Um, one of the weird things that I can't put my head around to this day, right now at least, is if you wouldn't mind venturing down with me into the meet the press world, and uh, let's just say that we don't know, like, let's just pretend that, you know, um, he really did think that Assad would use chemical weapons, and then you draw a line in the sand, right? And say you cross this line and we're entering in. The thing that I don't quite understand from the Obama administration's standpoint that's still baffling to me is when you draw a line in the sand, you're, you have a credibility factor if you don't do something once you, someone crosses that line, theoretically. And... Um, you know, after the Edward Snowden revelations about NSA spying and the Chelsea Manning revelations about collateral murder and all the things that have happened over the summer, the Obama administration, you know, approval rating is just in the toilet. You know, why would he think that, you know, he would be a wartime president, as uh, W would say? Or, you know, why would he think he would be able to use the bully pulpit to put these portions into action once that quote theoretical line had been crossed and that is totally a meet the press question and, and i'm sure um david gregory would get all aroused by that but um anyways it's just something i just don't understand why you would actually put yourself out there and especially with the uh, republican congress that doesn't want to agree to anything that may might make sense or might not make sense their answer is no so why would you want to put yourself out there on that limb and then go oh well we can cross a bunch of theoretical lines in the sands because you know Obama's hands are tied you know what why would you even float that out there that just is so bizarre from a communications standpoint from the White House standpoint too um so we're gonna uh, wrap up the show and so that was the last thing with Syria I want to thank all of our guests by the way Neil DeMoss uh, Caleb Maupin and Robert Larson for joining us from the other side of the Cleveland National Forest um one of the the big sports news from the end of the the um end of the weekend was the race in for the quote chase for the sprint cup uh in nascar i hate the chase i think it's the most convoluted thing of all time you know it's like baseball you, you have 36 races for a reason it's a long season and it's for the team that endures all 36 and still comes up with the points lead i understand why they changed it matt kenseth won the championship uh, in 2003, I believe, with only one win. And I understand that uh, you want to have your you know, championship winner come up with more than one win. All you had to do was add 20 points to the victory total. Uh, instead, they just go, oh, let's introduce this convoluted piece of crap under the, thing, under the guise that, oh, it'll get more people talking. Um, you know, it, it really hasn't gotten more people talking about it. It's just um, gotten more people talking about what a crappy thing Brian France did to his uh, franchise of a sports league. And so uh, last uh, Saturday night was the final re uh, regular season, quote-unquote, uh, race uh, before the 10-race um, the playoff, which is, again, the dumbest thing in the world. But uh, So Martin Truex Jr. was not going to get into this 12-field uh, uh, chase 
of 12 drivers get picked of the 43 that, you know, regularly qualify for events. And so uh, it was clear that Ryan uh, Newman was actually going to win his second race, which would tie Casey Kane for the most wins. And that was the wild card is you have to have the most wins from point positions 10 through, or I'm sorry, 11 through 10 or 20. So, um, so yeah, Ryan Newman was well on his way to winning the race at Richmond. And so Martin Truex Jr., uh, was not going to get in because he only had one win at Sonoma this year. And so Clint Boyer felt the need to spin his car out. And Brian Patty, his crew chief, told him to, essentially. He's like, scratch the itch. And so that he scratched the itch, and around goes the car. And then um, his uh, his teammate, another teammate, which is another reason why you really shouldn't allow teammates in NASCAR racing, um, uh, uh, Brian Vickers, that's his name. And uh, he was on the lead lap in... He was in a position, and mathematically, if he took a pit stop, that would help Martin Truex Jr.'s chances of getting into the chase field, too. And so the um, the executive vice president, Ty Norris himself, not you know Brian Vickers' crew chief, but Ty Norris came on the radio and said, can you pit for me, Brian? Can you pit for me, Brian? And so Brian pitted, and he wanted to know if he had a flat tire or if there was something wrong or if there was some weird wheel issue of some sort. And then he's like, and then he pitted, and then he goes, I owe you a big kiss, which is kind of, um, wow, I didn't know Ty Norris. So anyways, that's a big controversy, and apparently they handed out enough penalties uh, to Michael Waltrip Racing where um, – Ryan Newman is in the into the chase field, and Martin Truex Jr. is out. And Ty Norris has been, in, been suspended indefinitely, which is a great thing. Um, I think Clint Boyer should have been docked a few points, too, because he made that caution flag fly, and it ruined Ryan Newman's chance of being in the playoff field. Again, it sucks, but um, that definitely needed to happen. And... Um, and then Jeff Gordon got screwed out of it, too. I, I think what I would have done is I would have froze the field at, with seven laps remaining prior to the spin and saying Ryan Newman is the winner and then dock points and, you know, suspend and fine people. But they only got fined $300,000, which is pittance. And so I'm going to leave off with the last um, story of the morning. This is totally disgusting, and I'm very sorry if I make you throw up your lunch. But apparently, Sharon Osbourne has been reported to TV Watch that she had a fling with Jay Leno when she was 25 years old. Enjoy that. I hope that goes well down well with your breakfast this morning. I know I can't eat after that. This, of course, is the Heather McCoy Show. Ask the Leader is up next. Thanks for joining us.